Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Today, we're going to dive into the first step of my seven-step strategy to make, keep, and grow indestructible wealth. This is by far the most important step, in my humble opinion, of how to build wealth in today's incredibly expensive day-to-day life. I'm referring to the simple fact that you must increase your income. If you follow the traditional financial gurus, many of them focus on reducing your expenses, cutting back debt, or they talk about why you should invest into real estate without really telling you how to do it, or why you should buy stocks and what stocks maybe to buy and that you should hold for decades. All of that is fine, but it's often neglected to work you know, on outpacing your expenses by generating more revenue. By increasing your income and widening the gap between your inflow and your outflow, you will create an ever-increasing supply of investable dollars. Compound that over time, spread out across several different assets, and you have a surefire plan to create the lifestyle you've always dreamed of. So let's dive in and figure out how you're going to make this happen. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Super excited, maybe a little bit surprised that you're back. (laughs) <laughs> you know, when you put out a new platform with new content, there's always this fear like, oh man, are people going to listen to the first episode and be like, man, this dude sucks. He's boring. Boy, this is this is the worst, you know, fears that we all would have and I have it. And so I'm just grateful that you're back. I got out of church today. I was, thought I had to go tonight and miss the high stakes poker game that I get to play in occasionally on Friday nights. I was a little bit bummed, but my wife said, you know what? It's all good, man. You're going Sunday. Go play. Go have some fun and play. I, instead of going to church, I get to go play in an illegal underground poker game and uh, probably have a glass of bourbon or two. So, but anyways, I'm going Sunday, right? So don't judge me. So, all right. So listen, today's episode is on my favorite subject. It's called make more money. Now, step one actually reads, focus on increasing your ability to earn more money by improving your work ethic and skills. So let me translate that for you. Increase your fucking income. Okay. If you want to create some wealth, like, This this is a rocket science, right? So step one is the most important out of all seven steps. Because if I can accelerate my income and create a wider gap between my current expenses, okay, my what's normally taking us to run our family, live our lifestyle. If I can get income that the gap between what I'm making and what I'm spending ever widening, you know, widening, widening. I am going to have that much more investable cash, right? So I want to increase my investable cash as fast as I possibly can. And one way that the the gurus tell you to do it, Dave Ramsey tells you to do it, is to get get rid of your debt. Got to get rid of debt. Get rid of all debt. 
Now, I'm not a debt coach, self-admittedly. I'm a wealth building strategic coach. So I believe in debt. In fact, I love debt. We're going to talk about debt on the next show. We're going to dive into all different the types of debt, which types of debt I think really, really suck, which types of debt are really good for you. And uh, we're going to start changing your mindset about how, you, how to utilize debt to accelerate your overall wealth building process. But before we get to that, we really got to focus on show me the money, right? Let's make more money. The wealth process, you know, is going to be very, very painful and very slow if your primary focus is on just cutting back spending to build wealth. Now, I definitely agree. If your spending is out of control and you're spending as much as you earn every month, then you definitely need to address the underlying issues of why you feel such an intense desire to spend everything that you earn or more than that, like you have the right to do that. Now, I'm not judging. I know that this is very common in America. And if you're if you have any shot at building wealth, then, you know, obviously we got to, we got to figure this out. Right. But here's what I don't subscribe to. I don't think that cutting out the daily $5 latte, if that's what makes you happy and you enjoy it, then I think you go ahead and do that. Okay. What I think you need to look at are the big three. This is your house your auto and your taxes. Those are your three biggest expenses in your lifetime by far. You know, most Americans, the problem is you're just not patient and you buy more than you should. You know, somehow justifying in your mind that you deserve it. Or should I say their mind that they deserve it? Because I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about people you know. So people buy things with emotion and then justify with logic. Personally, you know, I drove a used car with 135,000 miles on it that was worth maybe $6,000 when I went to sell it, when I could have easily have been driving a $100,000 car. Now, why did I do that? Well, I mean, I certainly had earned the right based on my income to drive a $100,000 car. I did that because I wanted the income from my investments to pay for my luxury car, not pillage my investments to pay for luxuries. But in all reality, guys, we're gonna tackle debt on the next car. We're gonna tackle keeping your spending in check, you know, mostly on the next on the next podcast. Your primary focus should be on increasing your income. You wanna play some defense and shore up your expenses, then get on the offense and aggressively think about what you can do to provide more value to the marketplace. This is productionist thinking instead of reductionist thinking. You know, my coach used to always say in basketball back in the, my, my basketball high school glory days, defense wins championships. Okay. But I'm like thinking to myself the whole time, dude, we still got to outscore our opponents. <laughs> I mean, we got we got to we got to really we got to score some points we got to put some offense on the board so i'm an offensive thinker i love scoring points i always love scoring that was always my in any sport i play i'm always an offensive minded player so in your primary business or your job how are you going to play offense how are you going to provide more value and greater levels of service 
and quality to other human beings. You first need to provide more value than you ask in return. You know, chasing money for the sake of money is a short-term house of cards type plan. So I'm not asking you to just, just go out and make money for money's sake. I want it to be, you, you gotta do, you gotta provide value to other humans first before you ask for anything in return. You know, if you own a business, then you're probably just a few courses or mentors or coaches away from new ideas and a new mindset so you can increase revenue and profitability. You know, friends, the government has been cranking the printing presses, pumping huge amounts of money into our economy. Trillions of dollars of money is being printed. There's plenty of money out there for you to get a piece of. There's a lot of cash. There's a lot of cash in America's bank accounts. Savings rates last year, 2020, went to an all-time like multi-decade high because people were going out and spending money. They were banking it. So there's plenty of cash sitting on the sidelines that you're going to be able to go get a piece of. If you're an employee, then as I've said, you could be capped in your income or potentially be a couple years away from your next promotion. Do you want to wait for something that may or may not happen? You know, waiting for someone else to determine my value and put income in my, you know, put, put my income in their fickle hands is not a program that I ever want to sign up for. And I don't believe you do either. You probably wouldn't be listening on this platform. You've got to figure out how to produce a profitable side hustle that you can not only create additional income from, but you enjoy and doesn't feel like a drag. So question, what do you research? What do you read books about? What do you listen to podcasts about? What do you read blogs about? What do you love to talk about? What are you passionate about? It's highly likely that you would excel in that arena. When I was in the beginning stages of building my own personal brand platform, I knew I had a message inside of me that I wanted to share. But when I really looked at what I researched and I loved, it was personal finance. I can talk about this shit all day long. So it's natural that I can create an additional income stream and accelerate my wealth building process by production, productionist thinking, instead of figuring out how to reduce my lifestyle, which is definitely not what I want to do at all. So of course, you can go out and do the easy thing and I won't knock you for it. You can start doing Uber or Lyft rides as a side hustle or you know, bartend or deliver pizzas, create some extra income to invest. And I'm, I'm not down on those. They're certainly viable options. I respect the hustle, but those definitely have income limitations. You know, they're competitive spaces and your value proposition is capped there. So your income's going to be capped doing that. You're trading hours for dollars doing that. And besides, you may be in a small town where, you know, none of that is even really all that viable. But offering your knowledge and expertise in a specific area would be much higher paying over the course of time. And you know what the highest paid profession on the planet is? Sales. I think your best bet is to find an existing product that you can get behind and you believe in. You know, there's a lot of time and effort and energy and stress and all kinds of things that go into creating a new product from scratch to take to the marketing plan. Even if you're, de you're developing a course to take a new idea and a new business to the marketplace. But there's plenty of great direct sales companies that have a great product that's already been designed and built out that has proven market demand. 
when I was in 19 and in college, you know, I loved nutrition and fitness. I loved sports and athletics. I was always trying new muscle building shakes. You know, most of them tasted awful. I had to choke them down. Looking for athletic performance products to boost, you know, my, my gains, to build a better physique. And when I was presented a direct sales opportunity in nutrition, at first I said no, because I had to get past my own ego and preconceived notions about salespeople and about my I think a lot of it too had to come down with my confidence in myself to go out and, and make sales. And I, I say even to this day, I don't know that I really love direct sales, but I love helping, working with people. I love commerce. I love entrepreneurialism. And I knew that sales is the necessary part to get me to the parts of the business I really, truly love. I was able to promote a product line I believed in, help people lose weight, get results, gain muscle, have more energy, and create some nice supplemental income through college. You know, I hustled and I worked hard. And from 1997 to 2000, while going to school, I graduated with $50,000 saved up, you know, which would probably be like $100,000 in today's dollars if I, you know, had to guess. No, I didn't go online and Google it and figure out the chart and, you know, how much it's worth, but ah, probably pretty close, you know? Uh, and by the way, I'm not that old. Okay. I'm 43. Uh, but the value of money has definitely declined the last two decades. And of course, you know, I don't have all the answers on uh, your specific situation and what's going to work for you. I know some of, you know, some people are stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads that really are constricted in terms of what they're able to really do to, to generate more money. They got to, you know, you're juggling a lot of things, you know, maybe you got, you got a full-time job, your kids are in a bunch of sports and, you know, it's tough to get a, to get that uh, side hustle. I, I get it, but if you're really serious about the wealth building process and you want to accelerate and you want to get there, you know, you want to get there now, <laughs> maybe now is in like, you know, within a few years instead of 40 years, then start focusing on ways you can make more money, get around people that are going to stimulate your thinking that are going to help you to, to uh, become better and to get you new ideas. You know, I, I belong to an entrepreneurial's club that you know, we would meet once a month pre-COVID and I uh, can't wait to meet again because I just love getting around these entrepreneurs that have these ideas, getting after their dreams and their goals. And it's, uh, the energy is just infectious. So here's the one thing we know about leaders, right? They make up their minds quickly and they change them very slowly. Unsuccessful people, the non-leaders take a long time to decide and then they change their mind quickly, especially when things don't go their way right away. So Let's talk about debt on the next episode. Let's talk about good debt. Let's talk about bad debt. We're going to talk about dark plague type debt that you want to avoid like the coronavirus. Hope that wasn't too soon. Here we go, guys. Thanks for listening. Indestructible Wealth. I'm out. That's a wrap for this episode of the Indestructible Wealth podcast. Before we part ways, I want to help you take advantage of two incredible tax saving strategies that could help you save a lot of money. All you have to do is leave me a five-star review, if I've earned it, and comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in. After you've done that simple step, just email me a screenshot at reviews at myindestructiblewealth.com and I'll send you everything you need to save money on your taxes for years to come. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, Check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on social media. 
Also, please share this podcast with anyone who's looking for guidance on their own wealth building journey. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.